Welcome to our podcast Inside SAP S4HANA about SAP S4HANA Cloud Warehouse Management. There's no customer success without product success and project success. If you are asking yourself warehouse management in SAP S4HANA Cloud, how can I run my warehouse processes with it and what are the differences to on-premise, private cloud or standalone extended warehouse management? Then this podcast is right for you because I have two experts with me today and I would like to say hello to Jörg Michaelis, Vice President and Chief Product Owner, SAP Extended Warehouse Management here at SAP. Kurs, thanks for having me in this podcast. Thanks for joining, Jörg. And Christian Ries, Product Specialist for Extended Warehouse Management. Hi, Christian. Hi, Markus. Also, thank you for having us. My name is Markus Hattelt, and I work as product expert in manufacturing and supply chain in SAP S4HANA product success, co-innovation and content team. And let's start with the first question, Jörg. People call you the warehouse management legend of Pope. Now, um, how did you start at SAP? Oh, uh, that's good to hear, Markus. <laughs> I was not aware that I'm called like this. Um, okay, I need to work on my reputation <laughs> probably. Um, I started um, 16 years back uh, at SAP as a consultant, but I was also a consultant many years before I joined SAP and I started in consulting with the product warehouse management. And then I was one of the first adopters, one of the first projects in EWM. And so I, I could really learn uh, the tool and um, implement it and help a customer, a big one, to go live. And since then, I'm uh, running EWM projects. And then you, what you do in consultant, you're a project manager, you do business assessments, you support in an early, let's say, pre-sales product evaluation phase, you go to the release testing. And now I have to say that's all I can do. It's warehousing and logistics. <laughs> and now since uh, eight years, I'm in the development and... Um, yeah, and it's a, it's a great honor to be part of the development team and, um, you know, extend the product uh, year by year. Thanks, Jörg, for those insights. And Christian, I know you worked at SAP as a consultant for extended warehouse management before joining Jörg's team. Why did you decide to join the EWM product management team? Yes, that is exactly correct. So I have worked for a couple of years with SAP Consulting and I've worked there as an EWM consultant and that was actually also a very exciting time. So I can really recommend working there, um, especially of course in the area of EWM. Uh, there's a lot to learn. We can learn a lot from our customers. We can learn a lot from their processes, uh, from the projects. It's always a very fascinating time also when um, you're about to have a go live. So the, that preparation and then at some point, all of the work that you've put into the, the project, um, you have that go live and uh, all of it is then a real system running for a customer. Um, so that was really a fascinating time. But after some years, um, I then decided that I would also be interested in a, in a new challenge. And it was pretty much at that time at that time that this opportunity came up 
for the EWM product management team to be part of that team. And I thought that might be a logical next step. So I could take my project experience and bring it into the standard product, um, try to apply what I had learned as a consultant. And yeah, it's a very, very interesting and very exciting opportunity because I'm really able to be part of the team that shapes the future of warehousing at SAP for extended warehouse management. And of course, also for our cloud product, cloud warehouse management. Thanks, Christian, also for those insights. Shifting back to Jörg, what is the most important lesson you have learned over your career? Whew, how much time do I give? I get more <laughs> <laughs> um, Well, I don't know whether part of career, but I, I really believe you can learn something from everybody. I, I still believe you should treat everybody with respect you, you know, there's a saying, you always meet twice in life. Um, listen is super important and you need a team. So um, I also believe I, I know a lot about warehouses. I saw many facilities, but you can only achieve something if you have a team which tells you, hey, this is the wrong direction. Are we sure this is the way? Uh, I have concerns, I have doubts, let's discuss. And I think um, you need a gr great people uh, with you and um, uh, and build, rela uh, build a good working atmosphere that everybody has fun and has respect and uh, sees uh, the impact. And I'm also believing we should only do something if we believe there's a benefit for our customer. At the end, they, they need to run their business. We have to help them to achieve their business goals. Everything else is priority three, and that's it. Thanks, Jörg. Now Christmas is approaching, and it's family time. And Christian, what is a funny story your family tells about you that you would like to share? Hopefully, hopefully you would like to share. <laughs> Um, yeah, a, a funny story my family would tell about me. Um, so if you were to ask my parents, they would probably tell you a story about my, my childhood. Um, one of the stories I get to hear quite often, uh, if I want to or not, is um, that it would be very hard to convince me when I was a child to go on, on walks with them. Um, so they they really enjoyed doing that, but uh, I was hard to convince uh, until at some point they found a very simple trick, which was to simply take a football with them. And if they would do that, then I would be busy, I would be occupied, I would not be bored anymore. And uh, I think they applied that trick quite often, actually. So the, it was um, then a tool they had to convince me. Um, but actually, today, I really like to go for walks. Uh, that's good to know, Christian. Next week in the meeting, I have a football, I promise. <laughs> okay, yeah, please bring it with you, yeah. <laughs> Into the subject, uh, one last personal question to Jörg. What is something people don't know about you? Uh, wow, I, I would say uh, the team knows it, um, but maybe somebody from outside not. I mean, I'm working in the development organization, right? So we develop the software. But uh, me as this chief product owner, uh, I, my development skills are very, very limited to low. I was able to 
to, to read the code in my consulting career to debug and see what is happening with the system. But I'm not a developer at all. I always wanted to learn it. And I have books in my shelf behind me. At the end, I had to say, I, you cannot do everything. And if you want to work as a developer, you have to be good and you need to less invest a lot of time. But it's a shame I'm working in development, but my skills are really, really limited. It's a shame. Thanks. Very cool. And um, yeah, glad you have a good team. And um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to uh, today's topic um, with the first question to dig a little bit deeper. Um, warehouse management in SAP S4 HANA Cloud was introduced with release 18.11, I believe. And as far as I remember, it consisted of six scope items with manual inbound, internal, and outbound processes. What was the reason to bring warehouse management into SAP S4 HANA Cloud back then? Well, um, we believe that um, if you run ERP processes in sales, in production, um, purchase to pay all the end-to-end -end processes, there are customers who need more support in their logistics operations. And um, this was the main motivation. So, yes, there are warehouses or sites where you where the where everybody knows where the stock is, okay? Because you have a limited variety of products or you have a, a system that it's easy to find them and everything has a fixed place. But as soon you are have a certain variety, you need a system support and um, which helps you to organize your picking, to find the workload, to do a better stock assignment, um, uh, uh, utilization of your warehouse facility. So you need a system to support. And basically this is why we introduced it. So it was not our goal to say the first step in 1811 is the is the best of breed, highly automated um, e-commerce warehouse, but it's um, helping extending logistics processes as it's an ERP system, we wanted to extend and better support our customers. Yeah, thank you, Jörg. And um, when we look further back, um, we introduced serial numbers, batch management, and even handling unit management, including nested handling units. Maybe, Christian, you can also sort of like um, touch a little bit on those points. Yes, gladly. Um, so, we have introduced serial numbers on bin level with the 2105 release. Uh, before that, we had, an om we had them only on document level. So that means you could record them for your inbound delivery, for example, and uh, for your outbound delivery. So you would always know which serial numbers um, were receipted and which serial numbers left the warehouse. But as we know from many customers, especially those in the manufacturing industries, it's quite important to have further serial number capabilities. And they would also like to manage their stock really on bin level with serial numbers. And um, therefore we have introduced that. Um, and it's basically available across all processes. So we were of course aiming for an end-to-end -end coverage. That would be starting with the with the receiving um, to outbound processes like uh, picking and packing, also the physical inventory counting, 
in all of those processes, we have now supported, or we now support serial numbers. And naturally, we also enhance the corresponding Fiori app. So for example, the Fiori app count physical inventory, which you would use to do the, the counting or the Fiori app confirm warehouse tasks, which you would use to confirm picking warehouse tasks or to confirm put away warehouse tasks. All of those are now enabled for serial number usage. And with regards to handling units, so handling units were basically there from the beginning. Um, but as we wanted to start simple, we didn't have nested handling units uh, right from the beginning. Um, but over time, we also received uh, further customer feedback that they would also like to reflect them in the system. And therefore, we have now also introduced that. And, and just like for serial numbers, um, they are also covered in an end-to-end -end scenario. So starting from goods receipt processes to goods issue processes, anything to do with physical inventory, even our migration objects. So when you want to do an initial stock upload, you can also use nested handling units in there. That's good news. Thanks, Christian. And um, if I stay a little bit on the 2105 release, um, it was just um, such a big release to me. And if I remember correctly, there were almost a um, hundred self-service configuration UIs, I think, shipped. Um, what happened there? <laughs> uh, what happened is, I think the team did a great job and really we put a focus on this. I mean, no, no, but what happened is um, when we started, we, uh, as you said, we had a, a number of best practice scope items delivered. But uh, we, we saw that... Uh, Certain uh, customers from industry, different industries, came to the to the to the system, and as Christian said, they needed end-to-end uh, -end seal number handling. Um, um, they needed um, more advanced warehousing. And um, if you don't, you you can create a lot of inefficiency if if you don't give the site the the flexibility it it needs. I would say I visited in my career more than 200 warehouses. And I can tell you one thing, there is no twin warehouse. At least maybe they didn't show it to me, but I never saw it. So yes, uh, the, the, the first 1811 was let's make it fast. Let's bring scope items, activate them, give a little bit of choice how the racks are sorted, full stop. But at the end, if your product strategies don't match your physics, your flows, you create inefficiencies. And with the seal number, the more handling unit, better, better batch management functionalities, it's whenever you start in the warehouse, you have to always think end to end. So if you asked me, I would have said, hmm, let's start with inbound <laughs> to, to move into a cloud. But I never saw a warehouse that only does inbound. I mean, I mean, it's maybe we would um, that's maybe the wine business. Well, I mean, after the <laughs> harvest, you put it in, and then one year later, you can think about the outbound. Um, so and um, so flexibility on on defining the strategies, the layout, the process setup, and that was the reason. Then it was really difficult to say, can we limit it to 30, to 50, to 70? At the end, there will always be a customer who exactly needs this. And then we decided to make a big step forward. 
Yes, and to add to that, um, I think you can say that we really started with quite simple processes. So we started with best practice content and we wanted to, um, yeah, to enable our customers to do warehousing in S4HANA Cloud. And but at the beginning, it was not very flexible. And now we want to come closer to the configuration options uh, like we know them from on-premise. Uh, and that's why we offered that to them. So they do not need to stick to those best practice processes completely, but they now have the option to adjust them. Just like Jörg said, um, warehouses are, are different and you need some flexibility at least to a certain degree. So I guess you could say that we really progressed here from initially just um, offering the option to manage stock on bin level. So you would know where is my stock located inside of my warehouse to something more complex, which is now you can really model at least I would say medium complex warehouse processes with uh, cloud warehouse management. Awesome development. And then usually customers also come often to me and with that one question about mobile devices and um, what can you tell customers that want to operate with mobile devices and SAP S4 HANA Cloud? So for mobile warehousing, we basically have two strategies for S4 HANA Cloud. One, and that has been introduced with the 2108 release, is the RF framework. Many might know it from EWM on-premise. Um, it's well known there. With the RF framework, we offer customers out-of-the-box mobile warehousing. So as soon as you have activated warehouse management, you can use it right away. Um, it covers different areas, so you can use it in inbound, uh, for example, to process put-away warehouse tasks, in outbound to process picking warehouse tasks, um, you can even do queries inside the warehouse. So what is the stock on a certain bin? You can do physical inventory counting. You can do quality management inspections. You can create and confirm ad hoc warehouse tasks directly from there. So it really covers a huge variety of processes just already there. And users can then choose to either work system guided. So EWM resource management will take care to assign the next most suitable warehouse order to that resource or work uh, with manual selection. So they would, for example, scan a handling unit and then process the open warehouse task for that specific HU. Also, there are configuration options available. So we know very well that for our customers, each additional scan that they need to do, it costs time. and time is money, obviously, it's it's bad for the performance. So they are very, um, they are very free in, how to, in defining which fields need to be scanned and which fields do not need to be scanned and uh, can save time by doing that. And then the second strategy that we follow next to the out of the box RF mobile warehousing is our API strategy. So with those APIs, there's basically a door for the customer into the S4HANA cloud system, and they can build their own applications based on that. And they can, of course, then build more advanced applications which fit exactly their needs. They can, for example, build a Fury app on the business um, technology platform. Uh, all of that is possible, or they could use partner offerings from the SAP store. Um, so customers can choose between those two strategies 
and they can of course also use both, maybe starting with the out of the box and later on for specific processes where they have those requirements, leverage our APIs. Yeah, Christian, let me let me summarize. So we have a starter kit, which is our radio frequency RF framework. And we have our remote APIs, if you want to be specific, if you want to tailor fit it. Here we have partners already out of the box. And I'm really proud that one of the partners is even Zebra. So they're the manufacturer of the most used warehouse devices. And they also have an app which you connect to this solution. And I'm sure we will see more movement in this very soon. So yes, our cloud warehouse management has a mobile offering out of the box. Thanks for answering that question that always comes up with customers for mobile devices. And um, what type of further plans do you have to extend SAP S4 HANA Cloud Warehouse Management? For example, if I look at topics like SAP Embedded Steampunk, for example. Yeah, as, as Christian said, the our first extensibility concept was, I think we, we did it in the middle of 2019. Don't even remember the release anymore. We, we, uh, we launched the first remote APIs for uh, reading and confirming warehouse tasks. And now we extend really uh, quarter by quarter. Um, in, in, in the February, there is a plan to get a stock overview, create handling units, um, confirm tasks also with serial numbers now is launched this year already. So the more scope we get, we also have to grow the scope into the remote APIs. That's one thing. And I think that's a great thing because we will see great UIs, specific work centers, whatever the customer needs. But we also introduced this year um, the first customer exits um, where, yes, we do have a, in the area of uh, removal and picking strategy. Of course, you have configuration where you can say, I want by shelf life, I want by whatever quantities to sort my stock to find the bin. But we also open, opened up here, I think now, uh, Christian, we have six or no, even eight customer exits live and um, used. And um, uh, we, I can tell we will see more very soon. And last but not least is field extensibility. We started with the product that you can extend um, new attributes to the product, to the warehouse view of your product. And uh, definitely this is also a topic which we will follow up. As we said, logistic is tailor fitted and here we have to help the customers we have great tools in the cloud i'm really convinced on this now we make make it more more objects more flows really end to end that you can really uh, do a very fast implementation we also plan to release further cds views and also uh, wrap objects for developer extensibility inside of um, S4HANA Cloud. So that not only side-by-side -side extensibility is possible, but also like Jörg already mentioned, cloud bodies, um, but also to give them the tools, uh, to give customers and partners the tools they need, we also want to release further CDS views and wrap objects for that. So I think what we can summarize here is uh, we think extensibility is key. Um, we will never be able to deliver a scope which fits to each and every warehouse perfectly. So we want to give customers the 
the ability to extend either directly inside of SAP S4HANA Cloud or with a side-by-side -side application to tailor fit it to what they need. Thank you, Christian and Jörg, for those answers. You both mentioned customers. What type of customers are happy actually with SAP S4HANA Cloud Warehouse Management today? Um, if I look on the type of customers we can see, I think there is a there is a majority in, let's call it manufacturing, component manufacturing, which is, uh, which could be automotive supplier, which could be, you know, um, companies building machines, devices, uh, tracking them with serial numbers. So this is uh, something we could see, but we also have an, yeah, it's a, how do you call it, an e-commerce customer. So, which only operates online and they uh, ship. I would, I think the latest numbers I saw a couple of months back was up to, up to six, seven thousand orders on a single day. And of course, they ship uh, these in parcels. So, and um, this is the customers. And what's really nice to see, it's, uh, it's around the world. I think our first customer was in Canada followed by a German one and uh, we, we even saw uh, customers in, um, um, in all over Europe now, many countries. And um, yeah, it's, uh, it's good to see there's traction. So uh, let's make sure there's uh, further traction in the next months and years. Thank you, Jörg. And um, if we talk about customers, customers talk about money. Do our customers have to pay extra money to use SAP as for HANA Cloud Warehouse Management? So when a customer already uses SAP as for HANA Cloud and they want to also use Cloud Warehouse Management, there are no additional costs for the customers. So some customers might already be using S4 HANA Cloud and managing their stock on an IM storage location. Um, and they may need to gain more transparency. Uh, maybe they want to have their warehouse processes um, supported by a system supported by S4 HANA Cloud. And for them, they could transition then to using Cloud Warehouse Management for those storage locations uh, without having to pay anything in addition. Christian, I think you made a lot of customers happy. <laughs> and um, yeah, software as a service is a big, big topic. Any plans to have a standalone cloud warehouse management solution in the future from SAP, like the extended warehouse management solution? Um, I can tell it was not a priority in 2021 and it will not be one for 2022. But we hear these requests and I think it's a great request. So I can tell we are evaluating, we are discussing how we can approach here in the best. I also want to tell it's a little bit, um, if you have cloud warehouse management like now, it supports the ERP process. So what kind of operations will be addressed if we position standalone? What is the expectation on this? Is it automated? And currently we don't see this right now of, to support auto, fully automated warehouses yet. So therefore, um, it's um, we need to, to 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 really cut the market and think what can we offer and what is the right warehouse support um, for this kind of standalone offering. 
maybe we have a follow-on podcast in, the, in a year <laughs> or later. Maybe we can get more insights then. But I think the request is approaching us. Please, Jörg and Christian, call <laughs> me whenever you would like to do a podcast. I really enjoy this. And um, if we already talk about the future, um, what are the plans for SAP S400 Cloud Warehouse Management? Uh, the, my first answer is there are plans. <laughs> so even we did Good a big know. step. <laughs> even we did a really big step um, regarding the the growth uh, scope growth in 2021. We will continue this journey. Um, as as Christian said, as we had the topic, uh, extensibility is a is a clear priority. Um, in logistics, people want to tailor fitted. If if we can add more extensibility end to end, this will help as much as new scope. But we also have ideas on the new scope. You heard about this this year, 2021. There was transportation management moved uh, into the cloud. So now you can run end to end road rail and next year there are further transportation modes planned so what is the next logical step we bring transportation and warehousing together <clears throat> so that everybody can see the update on the loading on the execution and so on as i mentioned we see um, manufacturing companies and we also think about to extend our production supply scenarios um, to connect uh, manufacturing execution systems like SAP Digital Manufacturing Cloud would, would be a logical next step to do a more fine granular staging. So production warehouse is definitely something. And if you look on the logistics market, even we don't want to control a fully automated warehouse with cloud warehouse management, we believe we need to provide interfaces that you can connect a subsystem, maybe a pick-by-light system. And one thing is also clear, um, the next big wave in the warehouse is autonomous transportation robots, which moves your pallets, your boxes between different spots in the warehouse. And I am convinced um, we are currently investing here at SAP that we also should enable cloud warehouse management. Uh, let's see whether it will be end of next year. Um, but this is very clear. And you will also see um, more analytics cases um, like the analytics cloud. And um, this is what every um, supply chain um manager wants, uh, how's my utilization, how's my workload for picking, packing. So, um, and this is something where we will definitely invest and we have customers and partners and we will listen to their ideas and their improvement channels open. And this is also um, clear that we um, work against this. We want to uh, leverage the continuous feature delivery to um, also be able to uh, react agile when it comes to a really urgent situation. So um, summary, we will invest further and make this product better by quarter by quarter. All right. <laughs> That's a good note to end this episode on. Jörg and Christian, thank you very much for joining today and sharing your insights about SAP S400 Cloud Warehouse Management. Thank you, Markus. Thanks for, uh, for having us. Uh, a great fun. Yes, so thanks for the invitation. So I also really enjoyed this. 
thank you guys again. And if you all enjoyed today's discussion and would like to learn more, stay tuned for the next one. As always, feel free to drop us an email via insightS4 at sap.com and let us know which topics are of your interest. Tune in next time and be inside SAP S4HANA. Bye.